What up, world? It's your boy VJ, and I got my man's Johnny with me, and this is the Black Ampersand Presents Bourbon on the Rocks podcast. I don't even know what episode we on. Uh, it's been a minute. <laughs> We've been on a little bit of a hiatus after a hiatus, right? Well, I guess what a one week break we took. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, I think feeling? it's episode eight. Uh, I'm better now. I was uh, I was showing flu like symptoms Uh-oh. last week. So. Flu game, flu game, Jordan. Yeah, you know, I had my twelves <laughs> uh, on. So, you know, <laughs> there it black is. Black and red joints. Yeah. So, yeah. but um, I'm about ninety percent out of it. I still got a little cough, but for the most part, I'm out of it. How about yourself? How I'm you all right. You know, staying cool. These mosquitoes tearing me up. Uh, Man. But you know, other than that, it's beautiful in sunny uh, Southern California. So yeah, yeah, here. yeah. I'm about to be I'm about to be out next week. Uh, my mom's having a birthday party for her uh, big fiftieth. Um, so be happy out birthday, moms! Be That's out in big Philly for that. Yeah, That's a so, big milestone. Yeah, so it's a blessing. Um, she had a crazy year, so it's it's a blessing that she gets to celebrate. So you just gotta. Take it for what it is. So yeah. just enjoy those moments. Facts. Yeah. More life. Yeah. So we'll just have to give a surprise episode for next week. So we'll see. We'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. You want to sh- jump straight into it? Yeah. Actually, let's just start with uh, let's start with Dennis Rodman, his his documentary. All right. Well, um, Thirty for Thirty, ESPN just released a documentary last week uh, <coughs> about the famous slash infamous Dennis Rodman. Uh, NBA All Star, uh, NBA champion with the Pistons and the Bulls. Facts. Uh, man, one of the biggest hustlemen there is. I think that 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 graced the game. Uh, his story was crazy. I don't know. Did you did you see the documentary? I didn't see the documentary. Yeah, it was it was crazy. Um, he was you know like like Dennis Rodman is Dennis Rodman. Most people know him for for his very open and outlandish style and things like that but it's interesting to see how that style came to be um and the story he fit right in right now though oh yeah well that's that's the crazy part that i was gonna say is that like we see dennis rodman and we're like man like that was a dude in the nba with the hair and the nails and the the painted nails and the you know the piercings and all the other things and it's like you look now, and that's that's a normal thing. He'll yeah. fit just right. He'll fit right in. Yeah, that nigga's a rock star. He's a rock star back then. <laughs> he paved the way. I mean, yeah. I think he, you know, maybe scared some folks on on the way. That's a fact. But he also really brought something that a lot of people didn't really have, and that was uh, one the open mind to not be afraid to be who you are. And on the court, uh, he brought passion. I mean, this kid. They said that uh that Dennis Rodman really didn't play till like um didn't really play basketball through high school that much. Damn. I think he got kicked off the team at some point, bounced to a junior college, and then uh got kicked off of that team. Damn. Was homeless for a while and you know, hated his mom for a long time. <laughs> yeah, some crazy stuff. Damn. Ended up befriending a little white boy that was thirteen. Uh, and he was like twenty okay. something, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, he, we frowned upon that, right? Yeah, now. you know, and yeah. especially in uh, I think they were in Oklahoma, racist Oklahoma, right? Uh, at the time, so he said he was experiencing all these things, didn't even know like that that these people were racist, but they were, and like, I mean, yeah, it just really goes, it really just gives better insight to who Dennis Rodman was. So what do you think some of the biggest factors were? Was it just that abandonment that led him to being who he was? Or was it just like he was always just different? That, I think he was always different in a way they said he was kind of quiet. Right. Um, He he grew up with sisters and a mom, no dad. And his sisters used to dress him up. They used to dress him in, in girls' clothes and wigs and put makeup on him as a kid. And he just thought they were just playing around. It was some type of, yeah, he was... It was, he had fun because he was hanging out with his siblings, right? Not thinking nothing of it. So as right. he got older, he started saying, you know, he was in in the doc. You'll see, like he he starts talking about how he has like gay fantasies sometimes, and like one of the craziest parts. I'm, uh, you know, you gotta check it out. Everything I'm, I'm telling you it. is factual, like from I'm what he said. It. I'm gonna watch it. But that's wild though. Like you still gotta hear it come out of his mouth. Like there was one point where. 
You talk about Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and I mean, hey, you know, you used to hear the rumors, right? Like, like, just you know. Um, but yeah, you gotta, you gotta. I'm not watch crossing it. that line. No you more. Got, you I've been watch. in trouble too much <laughs> in our eight episodes for some of my stuff. So I'm not, I'm not saying nothing about. You gotta that. watch the doc though. I'm it's it's, it's honestly that might that. be that might be the best thirty for thirty that I've watched so far. So. Dennis Rodman, the top five defender of all time to me. Though. Fact, what big facts. Top five defender, rebounder. I mean, he was yeah. averaging like what 18, 15 to eighteen rebounds a game. Yeah, yeah, for a, a couple seasons. Right. He won Defensive Player of the Year like two or three times. Right, like and he was he was a big reason to why these two teams won um, the championships that they won. He He'll really guard changed anybody. He changed the game. He wasn't afraid of nobody. Facts, but you know, one thing I also learned about Dennis Rodman is he's very loyal uh, to the people that he he befriends or trusts. You know. Although he did have, he does have some issues with his children and having a relationship with them. But I think that stems from his past relationship with his own parents and family. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's real interesting for anybody out there that that you want to watch a, a a good documentary, check that one out for sure. Okay. Definitely. Definitely. I'm gonna check that out. Um, we are a media company, so I probably should have seen it. So yeah. I filled all my uh, research on that one. Um, let's uh let's just get into uh Ti versus uh, Candace Owens then. Man, so did you see the Revolt Summit? Interview? I didn't watch the whole uh summit. Uh, I did. I didn't see the, see clip. the whole summit. I just watched that. I that, saw the clip with Ti and station. Candace Owens, and right. you know, I, it was they, interesting. Um, well, it started off. It was it it ended up being exactly what they thought it would be. It's it was an open panel with uh uh some voices up there. All uh, African Americans, mm-hmm. uh, T.I. Killer Mike, Candace Owens, uh, another conservative black woman. I can't remember her name. Um, so it was an open panel. They were all discussing their um, gripes with uh, the current administration or their praise of the current administration and what we need to do as um, African American or black people. Overall, Candace Owens, um, as just about everybody knows, is a conservative um some call her an alt-right conservative i just call her a conservative um not to just lump them all the same but i don't think she's as far right as um people think uh some of the stuff she says does make sense to me um but uh ti asked her the uh the million dollar question when was america so great what period in time right um she didn't he did cut her off before she got to answer, but she didn't have a direct timeline for when America was great. She was trying to uh, kind of bounce around and yeah. I guess maybe set up her complete yeah. answer. But she but Ti took too long. Ti jumped down. down down her throat. Yeah. You know, he kind of kind of set the set her up, uh, set up the lob for for her if she wasn't ready to answer that question properly. Right. He was ready to answer it for her and. Um, you know, I know that got the crowd riled up and maybe yeah. a few of the other um Right. right. Before speakers. we get into Killer Mike's response, do you think that first do you think that somebody like Candace Owens should have a voice in that type of setting? Because um, I, I think she does, but just go ahead. I think it's it's interest it's an interesting you know, dynamic to, to have it, um, you know, to have her or anyone with her point of view a part of those type of discussions. Mm-hmm. In a way, I think it is necessary because we do need to hear. So what, you know, what do you believe? As, a, as another black person with different views from maybe the vast majority of black people in America, right. what do you, why do you feel this way? You know, can I help you maybe feel otherwise or... Are you going to give me some solution that's going to make me feel better about the current situation and the future? Um, you know, and yeah, but it's a fine line to walk. I feel yeah. like, you know, she kind of knew what she was getting. She should have known what she was getting into right. going into a forum like that. Um, you know, I'm sure she was frustrated because, you know, everybody was already they were against her. And I can't say that I agree with 
a lot of the stuff that she says, you know, it sounds like she's been hurt at some point in her life. Uh, you know, but that's probably true too. Yeah. Um, a lot of like, I probably agree with, and I'm probably going to get killed for it too. I probably agree with 30 to 40% of the stuff that she says as far as the factual things. Right. Um, I don't agree with her way of going about it, Mm -hmm. but a lot of her facts and bringing up, uh, black history are, they're truthful. Okay. So it is some things we do have to look at. Like we shouldn't have. We should the black people shouldn't have this automatic loyalty to the Democratic Party, right? Because she's right; they haven't done anything for us in the last forty years. So, do you think we <clears throat> are predisposed to be Democratic because we think that that's the right way to go? And Absolutely. is it is it wrong for black people to be Republican? It's a combination of both. Um, so yes, we are wrong for being automatically democratic, mm-hmm. but I don't think we should necessarily be Republican. Mm. We just like Killer Mike was saying, we'll get into that in a second. But we should have our own solutions to press to push forward our agenda and what we believe is right. right. Just like every other race of people does. Right, and like, that's the thing that that makes it it's kind of right. odd to me, and I don't know if it's the 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 gap between you know. Um, social classes or what but when when black people that are in a higher social class they seem to you know gravitate towards less black people mm-hmm. at least you know from what I've seen yeah, you know and, and, and I mean don't get me wrong there's plenty of black people that are high at a higher class you want to um, interact with those you're around, though. You know. A lot of black people aren't that, in those classes. But they but are on like, our side, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, but then there's the other ones that I've seen that aren't. Yeah. And it's like, you know, what is it going to take for maybe our whole community to, to come right. together and, and, you know. <coughs> so that leads us to what right? Killer Mike because, was saying. Because right. am, am I tripping, like, like with white people, with their social classes, poor or wealthy, they seem to have similar views on a lot of different things, right? That view like, may just be that I'm still better than a nigga. Mm-hmm. At least I'm not a nigga. Right, of, right. But, you know, nobody wants to talk about that. Yeah. Which, I mean, it, that just, that's just what it seems. Right. I can't say that that's factual. I can't speak for all white people. Of course. Because there's, there's a lot of allies at the same time. Of course. But we have to look at the Democratic Party... They're not helping us overall. We haven't pushed forward. And one of her points was that black people are in an all-time worse position than they ever have been. And that's probably true. Because there's a select few of us that own anything. It's just those select few are doing extremely well. Even though the ones that are trying to help us, those select few are doing extremely well. Yeah, I mean, but overall, we don't own anything. We don't have any things set up going forward to where we can own anything we don't have that fisherman's mentality of learning how to fish and teaching the next one to do so right so that was killer mike's point when those those seven years after slavery when we owned land we had our own infrastructure as far as farming and manufacturing and doing all that that probably was the greatest point in black history even though on the outside we were going through a lot of shit like with white people and racist wise so it is it's a combination of both they were both right with some of their points but we do have to come together and push our own agenda and that's that's the only way it's going to change because yeah. if we just keep automatically voting democratic it's not going to help work. us i don't think we should necessarily vote republican because that goes against everything that we should be doing but it shouldn't automatically go to the democratic vote mm. dang yeah i mean there, there's so much to it um you know and and like you were saying like having that generational uh, wealth and well-being right. is something that we have not had over I mean it's taken years to even kind of figure it out right. or even get a foot in the door to have an opportunity to to, to even de- start developing that generational right you know those resources um, you know so yeah we have a lot of conversations off mic like about building generational wealth mm-hmm. and things we want to do for our children yeah we have to we don't have we don't because have like and my family, the person that had the most money didn't do it legally. That's just in my family. Mm-hmm. 
that seems to be the case with a lot of other people that have had money in their family. It wasn't either legal or it just wasn't sustainable going right, forward. Right. Like the family was left with nothing after that person passed or going forward there just wasn't enough to sustain going forward because right. we didn't own anything tangible that could be built for generations. Right. It wasn't, we don't own any supermarkets. We don't own any gas stations. There's not something that is going to be sustainable going forward. Right. So that is something that we have to invest and create on our own Facts. so it's just a matter of can we do that so we have to agree with killer mike we have to build our own infrastructure um it's it's not necessarily right to disregard other races and other people but we have to do it on our own to build our agenda and we have to come together even people with those conservative views those diehard democrats we have to do it together like i'm I'm on record in saying I'm a socialist, but I agree with some of the stuff she was saying. Yeah. Because I have to think objectively of how this problem can be solved. Fair the Democratic enough. Party doesn't automatically get my vote. Right. right. So that's just and that, me. And that goes to say, you know, for everyone, do your research. Please do your research and really come together and talk about these yeah. things and, and, <clears throat> and, you know, then make your right. decision. You have to vote. You have to vote for for your generations to come. Don't just vote for yourself now. Right. If you vote for yourself now, you're not thinking about your family the and future. your neighbor. You have to think about all of us collectively going forward. How Facts. does it help us? Think ahead. That's what you have to be thinking. Yeah. About, in my opinion. My humble opinion. Yeah. So that's just me. But overall, um, T.I. versus Candace Owens, it was good to see, even though he didn't let her speak, but <laughs> he he um he had a point. She did yeah, start with like some Like I said, he, he set her up, and she did. She wasn't ready. She yeah. tried. She thought this was one of those those spaces where you know they let you talk if you and let you say whatever you want, but you know she yeah. had she had you got to be ready. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I I think it's brave of her even stepping in that room with all those diehard Democrats. And being able to do that. So I commend her for that, even though I don't agree with a lot of the rhetoric she says. But yeah. that was commendable, even being, excuse me, that brave in doing so. Yeah. So. Hey. All right, you want to get to the fuck shit? Woo, let's get to it. Takashi 6 9 Oh, boy. What they calling them now? Takashi Snitch 9? Is yeah, that what they, they call them Snitch 9. Dang. That nigga told on me. <laughs> he telling everything. That's wild. You want to give some of the backstory first? Some of the history of what happened? What yeah. Happened so his career in first? Yeah, I mean, Takashi 6 9 young cat. Um, coming from New York, rapper. Um, you know, the guy with the rainbow hair and the, <laughs> the, the numbers on his face Facts. and arms. Um, yeah, so in recent months, he was arrested with his gang affiliates, uh, also part of his management team, etc., for different charges, uh, I believe racketeering, um, you know, armed robbery, assault with a weapon, you know, a deadly weapon, things like that, um, and was facing up to, I believe, 47 years max in prison. Um, That's my, crazy. mind you, you know, this kid is a, a like I said, a Mexican kid from New York with uh, rainbow hair. Mexican American. Mexican American. Yeah, he um, he uh, he struck gold with that uh, first song Gummo. It actually uh, we found out later during the trial that uh, he was a rapper prior to, but he just wasn't popping. So he uh he thought it'd be a good idea to put that song out and have some uh some bloods in the video yeah so they that's said how they said he started. was initially or he testified that he was initially making like pop music kind of like oh, rock shit. it was like rock it was like rock rap and pop kind of mixed into one and it wasn't like hitting too hard and then when he came out with gummo he can't he thought the concept the idea to have gangbangers in a video back basically backing him up uh, mm. you know, would be great for his image. Oh man! Now, I mean, apparently he wasn't incorrect about that part on the business side. It helped. Um, you know, because after that he was booming. I think he, they he made what eight records or something like that in the last year, and they're all like they hit records. Yeah, top chart, top charted. Yeah, he's songs. I I mean, I'm not. I wasn't a big follower of his music. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, like the fans that he had, the fan base he developed were maybe kids that were similar to him, kids that want to be gang affiliated, but 
aren't a part of that lifestyle. Um, so, which brings me to say that, you know, he is now going through his court, his trial. Facts. And... I think he got picked up, like, last year. Yeah. Like, late last year. Right. And, um, he agreed from, basically, he said the day after or day of he got arrested, he agreed to testify against all the people that he was running with mm-hmm. in the Nine Trey Bloods. So, with that... They were the, the the gang was already under investigation for a number of previous years. Right. So this just made it easier for them because they had that symbol out there. These niggas was out here wilding. Wilding. So when he got picked up, just like you said, like he was facing what forty seven years. Forty seven years. Um. So apparently, as soon as he got picked up, he started cooperating right away. Mm-hmm. So and he the dropped gang, in. like <laughs> the gang, apparently, allegedly. They kidnapped him, uh-huh. beat him up, robbed him. They've been extorting him the whole time right. since he ever started re- recording or ever put out Gummo. So he had basically like a year run. Like yeah. It wasn't even that long. Not at all. Run. It was quick. I mean, it was hot. It was. A- he made millions of dollars, but they was getting millions of dollars too. Right. They was extorting because the in order to you know have a gang back you up in that case, you know yeah. the deal he agreed to was he was gonna pay their pay their fees and. Bottom you know, guns, cats, commissary, all all the yeah, stuff. He was, you know, he um, was definitely participating in facts. that. And so, so you know, it's you know, as a reminder, he wasn't about that life, but he wanted that Fuck lifestyle. All that. We got the backstory. Fuck that. <laughs> if you was first, if you was Takashi, given everything that you're going through with that gang, would you tell? If you were Takashi, we'll get into you personally later. But if you were Takashi in that situation, yeah, yep. If I'm Takashi, yep. Why not? Because 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 he he entered that gang knowing that he was not about that life (laughs) and when shit hit the fan, (laughs) hey, don't mess up your white tee now. (laughs) When shit when shit hit the fan. And he heard that 47. He was like, nah, bro. <laughs> I'm good. I'll tell you everything you need to know. You know what snitch stands for, right? Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. <laughs> Yo. So, if See? I'm Takashi, I get it. I yeah. get why you told. Why? Right. You've been through a lot with them. And and and, and, like, and not I only that, it. but I, I mean, I do see the fact that they did turn on him, apparently, when he tried to get out the whole, you know. Sorry, nigga. I'm trying to come home. Facts. And so, you know, he was like, uh... I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. So, so he, if you was Takashi, you tell him right away. Facts. Basically is what you're saying. So you're not, you're not even going to consider 47 years and all that Hell nah. for these people that have been extorting you. Know? Hell no. Nah. Now, you personally, if you were involved in some crimes that you partake in mm-hmm. you got some people that may not you may not be involved in all the crimes but you've committed some crimes on your own as well right, along right. with them would you tell in that situation I, I don't think so um, because you know obviously like you said if I I'm, I'm participating in all the Shikashi shit Takashi participated in some shit right which is what, what we learned but, right yeah then you know he putting hits out on rappers. You and gotta shit. you gotta do your do your do your due diligence. You can't be that dumb to think that oh, you know, they gonna they gonna take the fall for me. Yeah. And expect to be Gucci and still doing all this dumb shit. You know, putting twenty racks on people's heads and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you know, what do you what do you expect? Um, I get it. I get it. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's that's tough but that's the thing if i participated in the crimes too like like in my regular life right now like i'm a citizen so right. i'm telling right and i'm i get a pass for that because right. i'm not involved in anything illegal exactly. in my life right now Same at here. all so in my life right now as it is i can tell and be fine with it because right. i'm not involved in anything i'm a citizen i just pay taxes i don't do anything but if I was th- if I was in- <laughs> almost fucked up <laughs> if I was involved in something illegal, I can't tell. Right. You gotta you gotta take that with you. you that's part of the game. Take, take the blows. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's part, that's of, the part game. of the lifestyle. That's 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 it. Um, but this nigga Takashi is telling on 
everybody. Yeah, I was kind of shocked at the names that he was dropping. Like, why did he bring up Cardi B? Why and Jim bring up Jones. Cardi- and Jim I mean, Jones? I get Jim Jones maybe a little more than Cardi B. Cause well, Jim, Jim Jones. Jo- that tape release of him right. saying he got to get violated. Basically, what you think about that? I mean, you know, that shit, that's kind of bad on Jones' part because, you know, that connects him to the whole situation. Well, he can deny that that was him. Right, of course. Of course. Uh, It's not going to work. He can still deny that that was him. Right. You know, but that's that's the thing. It's like, you know, with with that one, okay, I can see maybe you you dropped dime on him because he tried to put a hit out on you or whatever, tried to get you violated. Right. Cardi B, I don't see what she got to do with the whole, you know, shit. Outside of maybe she used to be connected to, to gang people growing up. Like... You know, so there's a lot of other artists, but you know these these uh these these nine Trey Bloods, they gotta get their shit together. They there's the, they are the meme of the moment right now. Right now, they gotta get their shit together. I saw a video, of this nigga, he was saying, I don't want to be blood no more. I want to be crip now. That's why he was like, he was like, these niggas gotta dance. They not telling in the courtroom. <laughs> Snoop is the coolest nigga ever. Like he was saying, Pac got shot. Snoop's still out here. Doing shows with Martha Stewart. Hell, like, Crips uh, is the coolest shit ever. That's wild. He was like, Nipsey Hussle loved around the world. Right. He was like, Snoop loved around the world. You got Takashi snitching, Tupac dead. Uh, uh, like, niggas was tripping. Yeah. Like, he's like. So then. If you gangbang, you gotta get your shit together, you right? Gotta, gotta get it together. You really do. So then, that makes me wonder, you know, does Takashi, now that he done snitched on everybody, do he get time? Do he. Do he you know, if he gets a little bit of time when he gets out, what happens? Or if he becomes a free man immediately? It um, it's been a year, so a year is not enough time served. Uh huh. Really, um. So they may let him off. I don't. I think he's still gonna get some jail time. Yeah, he's gonna mean, be in solitary. But I he, think it's gonna be a even short... if they put him in witness protection, he got to get tattoos removed. He got to cut his hair. I don't think he got to get plastic you know what surgery. I, I think what's gonna happen. I think he's going to get out after a certain amount of time, maybe a year or two, maybe, or maybe even less yeah, than I think that, he right? Yeah, have to do at least another year or two. Um, you know, who knows the way they, they let the celebrities out now. Um, but I think he's going to get out and move to a different country. Yeah, that's honestly, what I was telling somebody. And keep making hits. I think he's, he's gonna still going to. I think, because the thing is, his fan base was huge. Like, we forget all these little shitheads running around in high school was you know want to be just like him because they see that he was able to do it they said they said he got basically picked up for this whole rapper shit after working at a deli i get it like i get it but these these other countries these niggas ain't sweet either though like somebody somebody just walk up on him and pop him just off principle they're not sweet but imagine he moved to fucking europe you know, depends who, on which who, part. Who, they who, they who, telling out in France, yeah, <laughs> or Amsterdam. They telling out there. <laughs> you see, so, so it's gonna be interesting. I don't know. Some people believe that he could still have a career, and, and people are might just gonna be forget about to. it because all be the other to. cats that's really involved are locked up as well, and they already a couple of them already got sentenced. I think his manager got sentenced to fifteen years or something like that. Oh, shoddy, he yeah, got sentenced. Over I think so. That's crazy. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. So. You know, I don't know. I think he could do that. He could do that. He could go to another country and just live like on the hill and mm-hmm. still put out music. And these kids gonna eat it out. This kid's still defending this still shit. Still defending it. But that's how you know they're not from the street element. Like, right? They don't understand the code. But these these real ones in the street, they're not having that shit. So he might be able to survive in another country. But I don't know how much money he has left at this point. Right. Like, if he doesn't go into witness protection, he may still be able to keep his uh his royalties in publishing. I don't know how if he owns everything, but he still might be able to survive. Yeah. And keep putting out hits. So That's but wild. He, other I than mean, that we can say he's probably one of the most talked about artists that that there are good or bad. Absolutely. Because even when he was booming, I mean people would talk about him not Jim Jones just put out an album about a month ago. He called Jim Jones a retired rapper. See? So either he's out of it or he just don't give he a don't fuck care. about nobody. Else. Clearly, he thought he was invincible. So, That's what he said yeah. on the Breakfast Club. Shout out it's, to uh, Charlemagne for yeah. trying to warn him. You know, yeah, it's just it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. That's wild, man. So I mean, Takashi is out here telling on everybody. 
He told on Kermit the Frog that he was cheating on Miss Piggy. <laughs> he telling everything. So, sorry, nigga, I'm trying to come home. Yeah. That's what it is. That's why. Um, so, well, that's him. That's him. So, under one more question. Under what circumstances in your life right now would you tell on somebody? Uh, well, I mean, shit, if I ain't had nothing to do with the shit. <laughs> if you ain't had nothing to do with it, you yeah, tell Yeah, I'm telling Fuck you. Like, he, <laughs> don't don't try to bring me into your, your nonsense. Like, you know. Uh, I mean, that's if I, if, if in some case I could get implicated for something that I had, you know. I guess, I don't know. You know about or you're aware of, but I'm taking a beyond if I ain't had nothing to do with it. If I'm if if even if I did the crime and I'm facing more than two years, I'm telling. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm telling. I'm, more than two years, even hey, if I did it, I'm telling on everybody. I feel you. I'm telling. I mean, it's it just it shocks me to see how these people get off. I mean, talk about that the college college SAT scandal, right? Right. right. What she get two weeks? Yeah, you know, and then she gonna get she gonna get uh she gonna get um good behavior. So good she behavior, be out in eight days. probably gonna write a book about right. it. You know, so it's just that's crazy. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That shows you the privilege in um in being of a certain uh, ethnicity. Right, I'll just say that. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, but that's the thing, you know, and that's that's why it's like that's the biggest scandal. That's, that's the thing. Here's here's, here's my history. here's my thing. You know, if you're not a street person then you know you the the street code don't necessarily apply to you i agree you feel me um you know if you choose to live a street life then you better respect the code or expect the consequence Mm -hmm. right and so that's that's the way i see it i'm not you know i'm not involved in none of that stuff so hey (laughs) yeah I get it. You feel me? I get it. Hey. But I'm telling you right now, if I did it or not, <laughs> more than two years, I'm telling. Hey. I, I ain't mad at that at all. Yeah. Can't be. Like, like I, I do I do my 18 months. I'll stay quiet for that. But more than two? Yeah, fuck that. I ain't trying to do no time. Fuck, I'm telling. Fuck the bullshit. I'm telling you right now, I'm telling. Yeah, nah. Don't do shit around me. <laughs> Don't do shit around me. I'm telling. I'm telling. Speaking of double, uh, NCAA... Uh, they just passed a new rule. Yeah. What do you think about that? Well, first tell them what the rule is. Well, okay, so they they've been working on this bill to get uh, NCAA athletes paid money money for their likeness and their ability, basically. Basically, being eligible to sign endorsement deals. Right. So you know when when those schools are selling jerseys with number one on it, then uh, or you know number five, they. They would have gave that money to Reggie Bush, right? You yeah. know, um, it's a cra- it's crazy. I mean, I'm happy. I'm happy for the athletes that that will be able to reap the benefits of this, because it is well, um, well documented that these kids go to college. A lot of them, you know, they think that, or how should I say this? The civilians think mm-hmm. that these kids just got it good and that they're not eating oodles of noodles. Um, every day, but in reality, some of these kids can't afford to even go to the grocery store. Right. You know, um, some of the high profile players have big scholarships, so they are okay. Mm-hmm. But there's a large totem pole with athletes, and you know, most people just think of the glamour of college football and basketball. But what about the other sports? Right. Swimming and I don't those know, those ain't the ones that's gonna be getting endorsement deals though. Right. You know. And so, the thing is, it has to. It's got to start somewhere, and they got to start figuring things out because there are, even including football players, and right. you know, there's walk-ons that are starters, mm-hmm. you know, or impact players mm-hmm. who haven't received any scholarship money yet, um, or maybe they aren't getting a full ride, or you know, things like that. Uh, when I was a college athlete, my stipend for uh, track meet days was nine dollars. Yeah, it wasn't shit. Nine dollars for a day <clears throat> of running. Right, a whole day. You feel me? That's a slim gym and a pack of crackers. Facts. So, you, you know, you can think like we put in all this work, do all these things, and then we be a pop up on a video game, uh, and we can't get paid. You right. know, how does that work? You pay everybody else. Maybe they'll bring back those video games now that um, 
now that they have this agreement in place. Yeah. What I want to know is, well, first I'll say, um, when I played uh, basketball at a certain Division One school, um, first off, my career didn't last long because I got injured. <laughs> but I was a walk-on at that school because I had a, my scholarship was actually in engineering, mm-hmm. which was more beneficial to me to have at the time than having a basketball scholarship. Right. Because of what I was, what I thought I was going to be doing. So, at that school, I got no benefits as far as playing sports. So, like for me, like if I would have played and. I anticipated that I would have been a key player on that team had I not been injured. I would have, um, let's just say, I would have been able to sign a sponsorship with, um, let's say I would have signed an Adidas deal. This school is a Nike school now. How would that work if I'm not a starter and the uniforms and everything is provided by Nike? Like, would I still be able to sign that Adidas deal? Mm, That's good. That's, That's a great question. Uh, that's gonna be one of those gray areas because I didn't have out, I didn't right? have the the benefits of the scholarship that right. everybody else did right so I may have be in that gray area should that, I be able to sign an Adidas I mean I would think so because it's an outside entity but they're gonna have to start putting loopholes or or you know openings in these contracts with these other brands mm-hmm. to to um, you know allow athletes to do that because mm-hmm. right now. Everything head to toe is a certain brand, right? You know, from each for each college athlete. Uh, so yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting. Um, but I mean, you can also imagine how quickly, you know, these brands may jump on specific athletes. Imagine mm-hmm. if this was in effect when Zion was playing, right? At Duke. So yeah, that would have been crazy, because especially because Duke is a Nike school. Yeah. And he had that incident with the whole sneaker. Like, would that have blown things up? Yeah. Like that. That's crazy to think about. Or will it be where they could just sign like Gatorade deals and uh, was what's the card company Upper Deck mm. uh, to sell trading cards and all that? Right. Is it going to be something like that where they can only eat off that or local car dealerships? Maybe they get like a stipend for a certain amount off of cars. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. It's it's still a lot. I'm glad that they made it this far. I think we still need more information, but I am glad that they didn't make it this far. Right. Like I think it's a good thing, especially for um, the athletes who... Basically, it's like the same thing in what we're doing. Like The creatives deserve to get paid because they're the ones creating. So the athletes are the ones out there performing. So yeah. they, they should get paid as yeah, well. Yeah, I've been saying Not that. just the coaches in the school. Right. I've been saying that for years. Like a scholarship is just not enough. Right. Like, College. We all went to college. Like co- college, you're you're starving. It's like you're not yeah. you're not Especially eating the way you're even, supposed to. Even your families sometimes think you may have it good. Like you know, you still gotta they pay don't. for tuition. You still gotta pay for room yeah. and board. Still gotta pay for if you want a car or you know need to get around or yeah. you know. You're not getting that. Yeah. You're not getting that. It is unless your family has the money to give you. It's right. Not, not it's every. Not, a cake walk. not every. Not every. You know whatever. All 53 players on a college football team are getting paid scholarship money. That's a fact. You know? That's Some people fact. are just out there. Even the scholarships, like, that's not always enough. Facts. That's not always enough. So, it's just... I'm glad that it got to this point just because that... It's not helping the athletes that are starving. Yeah. And then a lot of... A lot of the student athletes I knew were... They were taking money because they had to. Right. Because they had to eat, they had to survive. Gonna, how you so. gonna turn turn down more money than you ever? You seen? can't. You can't. I can't blame nobody for that. So speaking of paying athletes, <laughs> let's talk about an athlete that literally lost thirty million dollars in the past two weeks. Oh shoot, more than that at this point, right? Well, it's thirty million total because that's what the contract with that first team was. With the first team. The first team. Yeah. Right? And then he signed with the second team for less. And then they cut him after 11 days. <laughs> was it 11? It, yeah, was, 11 it was 11 days. days. Show us. Yeah, so. And so, yeah. I mean, if you don't know who we're talking about, we're talking about AB, always booming, a.k.a. Antonio Brown of the, well, was of the New England Patriots, Oakland Raiders, and Pittsburgh Steelers. Now he's an unrestricted free agent on the market. Uh... He was released amid sexual um, sexual assault allegations mm-hmm. recently by his former sports trainer. Um, and another woman, too. 
and another woman who was doing some artwork for him. It's man, I mean, that's a it's a crazy story. It's been a crazy few months for that guy. Fellas, if you don't listen to nothing else I say, if you one of the uh, thirty or forty people that listen to this podcast on a regular basis, just remember this: be humble and keep your hands to yourself. Facts. She does not owe you anything. Seriously, it's not worth it. Facts. And be humble. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's not worth it at all. Like this is crazy. This is crazy. It is. His arrogance got him to this point. Right. Exactly. And that and that's really. You know, because from what I learned is that he wasn't released because of the allegations per se, but there was text messages that were leaked, and this guy had tagged one of the accusers in the group chat, or, or included her in the group chat, sending messages saying that he needs, they need, somebody needs to investigate her, and da, da 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 and you know, I get that you're mad. If you're falsely accused, I get it, but you need to fall back and let it play let itself it out. let it exactly um because all this other stuff i mean for one you know it's clear that you're not very literate you know <laughs> based on trying to decipher the text messages right <laughs> for two uh you know be smart be smart you have you hired a legal team for a reason you know let them take care of it for you. Right. Especially if you're innocent. You don't need to say anything. You don't need to threaten nobody. But the fact that there's a history of it and you played on the Pittsburgh Steelers with Ben Raplisberger. It's crazy. You more than likely probably did this shit. And, you know, you should know better. Yeah, this is, bro, like, humble yourself. Keep your hands to yourself. Respect that woman. And let it be what it is. And if she ain't trying to fuck you, she ain't trying to let you touch and feel on her. Move on. Hey. It's crazy because he's. It seems like he. I mean, he already had a huge target on his back. The way he's been moving lately. The right? fact that all this is coming out right now is crazy. Crazy. Too. I'm like, I, I mean, that's that's a lot of things just going on in a in a few months to to really deal with. Yeah. You know, maybe that's why he was snapping. He got all these different little pressures eating up at him right now. But you know, that's why, like you said, you got to be humble. You got to be. Be cool. I mean, nobody's really talking about the fact that, you know, he was apparently messing with this girl, but isn't he, he got a wife and kids or something? Yeah. Or a girlfriend and At kids? At least a girlfriend, Right? Yeah. That he lived, I believe she, they, they like, Yeah, respect your woman. Whatever. Like, I don't know, the, I don't know the complete situation. I'm just, you know, speaking from what it looks like, from, you know, perception. Um, but, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm not even concerned about football. Like, you blew it as far as football. Um, we'll talk about you and teams in a minute. But as far as you as a man, you got to do better. Right. I think you have a daughter at that. Right, exactly. Like, is this a good example you want to set for her? Right. Especially even even if you are innocent, like, talking the way you, you talking to these girls yeah, and things like, like that. You know. like Humble on, yourself, bro. bro. Got to. Humble got, yourself. Got to be like, smart. This is, this is wild. You know, so, and it sucks because he is a gifted talent. Like, he is, I mean, his, his talent exceeds most Hall of Famer. that I've seen. Um, you know, but then you got to deal with this stuff, and it's, it's, man. Do you, uh, just to get back to football, I think we chastise him enough yeah. as far as his personal life. Um, so he was, first he requested a trade from the Pittsburgh Steelers. We Facts. know about that. So he was traded to the Oakland Raiders. Then he had a number of issues there with his feet and the helmet issue and everything that was going on in the locker room and the coaches and arguing with the GM. So it seemed as if he didn't want to be in Oakland. Right. Or play for the Raiders. Yeah. Not necessarily even in Oakland. Yeah. For whatever reason. So he basically had all these stunts and somehow, uh, well, he lost that $30 million with that team and then he signed with the New England Patriots uh, the following day after he was cut by Oakland right uh, for nine million dollars um, with incentives, incentives to, to get 15. to 15 yep so he he lost that too right do you think at this point well not do you think what teams would willing 
would be willing to take a chance with him. Well, it's got to be someone desperate at this point. I know a team that uh, has a history of signing <laughs> uh, players with issues. Besides the Raiders. Uh, you know this team pretty well. <laughs> Don't say it. I'm not going to say it. You're going to say it. But this team has a history of signing players that have had off-the-field issues. I don't issues. know who you're talking about. You don't know who I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Fans, y'all know who we talking about? <laughs> exactly. I heard you say it. Uh, so, you're wearing their colors right now. Your shirt don't say uh, it. But this team has a history of signing players. Do you think... Well, first, do you think that team... We're not even going to say the team because the people know what team it is. Do you think that team would take the chance on him? I don't think so. I think we. I think we Gucci. Uh, with the with the you group. Think so? Yeah, with the group that we have. Uh, so you think Amari Cooper is enough, and they wouldn't <laughs> sign him if they had the chance? It would have to. T- it would take a lot. First and foremost, it would. We'd have to know for sure that all this legal stuff is clear. Oh yeah, he's not gonna get signed unless that's, right. That's true. Uh, you know, would I be mad at the talent that we get in? No. Not at all. Mm-hmm. If it was strictly, strictly on talent, mm-hmm. then sure. I just think that the organization is at a different. They're on a different wave uh, mm-hmm. now, where they're not really trying. They're, they're looking for team individuals. I mean, team players, mm-hmm. and not individuals. You know, we just released a first round draft pick uh, who really wasn't a part of the team. Like he no, was, was trash though. Yeah, he was right. So, so <laughs> you're right. Talent trumps trash, right? Right. It, it, it outweighs. Anytime you you're, you're good, people put up with your bullshit. Right. Right. When you suck, they're like, Nah, we could deal without you. We could do right. without you. Um, but in this case, I think because he's had so much build up. If this was the first incident, then I think we'd probably pick him up in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but because there's been so much already, I think. We're not desperate enough where we would be like, you know, we got to get this guy. Well, besides the Dakotas, what other teams do you think would be interested? Ooh. Um, well, I mean, Buffalo wanted him, but he didn't want to go to Buffalo, right? We forgot about that. Uh, I'm going to say, I think like, at this point, uh, Detroit, Miami. You know, no, he, probably, he probably hate playing for Miami because they suck, but that's his hometown, right? He yeah. from he from there? I don't see him going to Miami. Mm, maybe Seattle. Or, or, I could see him going there. Russell, you know, Russ might be able to. That's a mild mannered guy. Um, you know, where else? Um, I will say I could see him signing with uh, with Houston. Houston, maybe. What about Green Bay? Um. They're more of a conservative community. Yeah. But I think they would accept him. Right. I mean, and because I'm he sure, loves football, that's for sure. I'm sure their quarterback would love to have uh, him. That too. Especially at this point. Right. That's um, a nasty duel with him and Devontae Adams. That would be crazy. And I have a surprise team. Um, the other NFC East team, the New York Giants. I can see him signing there. Mm, so they're going to release Odell and pick up another... Well, Odell, I think it was because they didn't want to have to pay him going forward. Right. But I could see them, especially with this this uh, rookie quarterback. I could see him signing there. Well, he makes every every quarterback. I feel like he would make them better. Right. Yeah, that's the fact. Just make make each quarterback's life way fact. easier. So I could I could see him signing with the Giants. So I'm gonna say Giants, uh-huh. Texans, or I could see him going to uh, San Francisco. Ooh, that's San Francisco's one. San Francisco. community, they're very forgiving. There's the good people of San Francisco. But So I think know, he could prove his worth there. Part of my theory is I don't know if he liked the Bay Area. You think so? You I, think that's what I, it is? I think that was part of it. I think oh, he shit. wasn't, I don't know. Maybe he's a East Coast slash Southern guy, but. I don't know, but that's, if you listen to some of those uh, SOB RBE songs, <laughs> they be violating women too. <laughs> oh, they be wild. And so he might be able, he might fit in. But I think it could be because he's like the anti Oakland at this point. Uh-huh. Like he could, he could sign with uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Plus the Silicon Valley, where well where they play at, they yeah. are the San Francisco 49ers. Right, right. Silicon Valley or close to it. Yeah. Um. I, th- I think that could work. Dang. I think that could work. So I'll say those three teams. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would have to go with Seattle, Green Bay, 
and Houston, I could see. Mm-hmm. That would be crazy with D-Hop and him. That mm-hmm. would be a wild duo. Um, yeah. The pressure's off of them in Houston. But like I said, the teams that I see that are desperate for a receiver, uh-huh. maybe Detroit. I mean, right. they got a couple cats, but I feel like they're they're Shit, more high number receiver, two. All I got their receivers. Y'all, y'all hurt the Eagles. Um, the fan base. But yeah, like I said, the Miami. I can see them because of desperation, or even somewhere like Cincinnati. If he's willing to take five million dollars, I think he could sign with Miami. Yeah. That's the only way. I don't think Miami would pay more than that. You don't think so? No, not at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I think he got a. He obviously has to clear up these. He's thirty-one years old. I think thirty-one, right. thirty-two yeah. years old. I believe it's thirty-one. So he would have to clear up these financials, right. sign that one-year deal, and hopefully he balls out right. and can get that I deal mean, next year. I mean, he looks like he's in the proper. He's he's in. He's healthy enough to go out there and still do his thing. Um, yeah. He's still one of the, of the best receivers. Right. Just a matter of matter can of getting you, on the field, man. And, yeah, can and, you get on the field? You know. That's that's the so crazy those, part. So those are the teams I, I would say. So we're gonna we're gonna have more on that topic as it plays out. We'll see. You know, um, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, let's not forget it's not a criminal suit. This is a right. civil suit. So right. she's suing them for. Right. That's why I don't think it'll last bucks, too right? long in the NFL's proceedings. Yeah, he might he might pay her out eventually, even though he he rejected her the first couple times. That's a fact. Um, but he might pay her out just so he can try to hurry up and get back on the field. Right. You know, the longer you wait. What about Kansas City? No. Nah. We didn't talk about them. No, nah, they're not going to take a chance. <laughs> Too on many them. weapons? No, no, no. It's just another headache. They're yeah. not going to do it. Okay. Uh, Andy Reid is willing to give another chance, but it's just do a matter of how much pull he has. They already dealt with the Tyree Kill incident and Kareem Hunt, too. Yeah. So, so I, I just don't see it. Man. Yeah. Uh, so that that's a wrap for, uh, what is this, episode eight? Yeah. That's a wrap. We out of here. Um, yeah. Um, we got to uh, follow us on the blackamp.com, up at the Black Amp on Instagram. Log on to blackamp.com to uh, buy your t-shirts and hoodies. Uh, we have received nothing but praises as far as the materials and the quality Man, of the product. Softest, softest hoodies I've softest ever Softest t-shirts you'll ever wear in your life. Guarantee it. Softest hoodie you'll, you'll buy. And it's high quality product. So yep. that's... Uh, that's something you gotta dive into. Yep. Log on to theblackamp.com and um, see. What, just check it out. Check it out. I guarantee you'll like the product. Facts. Yeah, guarantee it. Yeah. Um, we out of here, man. So follow us at uh, <laughs> at VJ Tidwell on Instagram. Follow us at at JRJAR. And that is it. Yay. See you later. <laughs>